Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. Welcome to the Blogging Your Passion podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Milligan and Bob Lodick. So what are some additional ways I can earn money blogging? Well, in this episode, I'll be talking exactly how to do this. But first... Blogging Your Passion University is an online school for bloggers where you can learn how to discover your passion and make money blogging about it. We've got over 100 videos in the members area for just about every level of blogger. You say, I've never even set up a blog. I don't even know where to start. The technical challenges are overwhelming. Well, then 101 is a place for you to start. Maybe you say, I have a blog, but I have no readers. Then 201 is the course for you as it teaches you how to get traffic to your blog. And 301 is for those of you who you have some traffic, you've been blogging for a little while, but you just don't have the tools to turn it into a business. We give those to you step by step. You can preview the course outline by going to bloggingyourpassion.com forward slash university. All right, we're going to jump back into our series This is the third part of our series on 21 ways you can earn income blogging. And we're going to jump in. We've already shared several ways, and we're going to jump in and share even more with you in this episode. If you remember, just over a year ago, Bob and I covered this topic. We covered the entire 21 ways. It was over a a two-and-a-half-hour session, small group session, that we did with a live audience And we're kind of condensing it down and breaking it down into the few nuggets to help you get the content. But I'm going to let you listen in on the next few ways that you can earn income blogging. And then I'll come back after the recording and add a few additional comments. The next one's membership sites. And I recently did a blog post. I'd encourage you guys to go read that uh, about three simple steps that you can launch a membership site. Um, This was one of my first successes related to um, related to this idea of creating an income online was me launching a membership site. Uh, actually, the first thing I did was I put up a I'll write your resume for you type of a button and charged 197 and I figured it was something that could take me at the very most an hour to rewrite someone's resume. And since I had experience as an executive recruiter, um, I knew that I could provide value for people. So I started that, and I would get in a couple sales each week, which was really awesome. And right now, I continue to do that. Every once in a while, I'll take the button down if I'm just kind of overloaded and I don't want that responsibility. But I still do that, and I still enjoy that. But the very first thing besides that is the membership site. And without going into a lot of detail... Um, there are simple ways that you can set up membership sites. Now, if you want it to be elaborate and you want it to be all-encompassing, you can. But again, going back to what we talked about earlier, my idea of creating a membership site 
was that I wanted it to be a low maintenance passive income idea for me. So what I did was I used three things. And if I go through this too quickly, I apologize. But for lack of time, I don't want to turn this into a membership site webinar. But again, I would encourage you to go read the post. Uh, it's only a few days old on bloggingyourpassion.com that walks you through how I did it. But essentially what I did was I used three components. And I got really, let me back up for a second, I got really overwhelmed with the plugins and some of the technology and some of the scripts that I could use to create a membership site. It felt like I was going to try to figure out how to drive a Corvette when I felt like I just needed to launch it and improve it later. So essentially what I did was, first thing I did was I used a password protected page. So when I created these videos, uh, I just used Jing, which is a free five minute video and I kept all my videos under five minutes. I just kind of broke them up and I just wrote a rough outline of what I wanted to cover and when I created the videos I just simply pasted the embed code onto the pages and then I password protected those pages. I kept them all the same password. So I wrote an outline of what I wanted to cover. Oh and the other thing I wanted to do is I didn't want this to be an ongoing membership site. I want it to be a fixed membership site. So my membership site was 18 weeks. So someone would get charged four payments of $27 to go through my job search membership site. And so essentially they would get charged $27 every 30 days. But that would end after four months. So that was a way to kind of keep them in the program so that they didn't feel like they were just being charged you know, forever and ever and ever and ever. And for me it was I didn't feel like I had to continue to add value to the membership site I could just set it on autopilot because I delivered the content and once I was done with the content I could walk away from it. So with the membership uh, site I created these videos I put them on just uh, a page on WordPress and password protected them all the same password. And then the second component was I used PayPal. So PayPal has a neat little subscription feature you can go into PayPal and you can say I want it to charge $27 every 30 days for four months and you just add that onto your little sales page and so when people buy through your site all that is set up automatically and running. Then the third component was I used a um, autoresponder like Aweber and basically what I did was when someone signed up they would sign up on the, the email list and they would get each week automatically they would get the next week's content delivered to them so and you can set that up in in like an Aweber auto autoresponder email autoresponder you can say basically you can type up let's say you type up 10 emails and each email you say okay this is week 1 email this is week 2 email this is week 3 email and then you put the link in there that goes to that specific um, WordPress page on your blog and once you set it up it happens automatically it doesn't matter when they sign up whether it's this week next week every seven days they get a new email that gives them the new page and the new link which keeps them in the program as well which is kind of cool kind of kept them going through the process 
So hopefully I didn't cover too much, and I'm sorry if I kind of got in over your head a little bit there. Again, I would go back and read that post, and we'll actually be talking a lot more about this in the coming days about setting up a membership site. But it's a great way. Oh, one more thing I was going to mention. This is going along that idea of do the work, if, you have, if you've already read that book. I launched this membership site, even though I had the outline for it for all 18 weeks, I launched this membership site and I only had two two weeks of content up. Which those that bought into it never knew that I was actually creating the membership site just a week or two ahead of them while they're going through it. So that gave me that gave me um, three to four months to complete all the videos and content that I needed for the site. So really all you had to do was all you have to do is have two con two weeks of content, two pages on your site that are week one and week two, set up a sales page, have an, a general idea or outline of what you're going to do, and then you can create the content as you go along. So anyways, with that being said, we're going to move to one more before I hand it over to Bob and let him talk for a little bit. Uh, the, another thing you can do is offer consulting and related services as well. So um, essentially what you can do is you can put a button on your site that says buy time with me or hire me, um, something like that. So whether you want to do this or not is up to you. I'm just showing you another kind of idea that you can use to um, begin to create some income through giving some consulting or coaching, that sort of thing. All right. And we're going to go to direct banner advertising. So, Bob, since I'm tired of talking, I'll let you talk. <laughs> Thanks. Um, direct banner advertising. So basically what we're talking about here is, um, you know, selling an ad to someone in your niche. Uh, you know, so, so basically you're just selling ads outright um, to someone who wants to buy it, you know. So... There's a couple different ways of going about this. I mean, you can just wait until they come to you, um, which isn't a bad approach, but you can also kind of hunt them down a little bit. Um, you know, and, and it really depends on your niche. I haven't um, had a whole lot of, I haven't done a whole lot of this because I found that for me, using ad networks, it was, um, it lined up with what I was trying to achieve a little bit better. So, and, and so like I was talking about earlier, you know, I'm trying to make money and I'm trying to be, I'm trying to minimize my time invested as well. And, um, and for me, I found that doing this type of thing was requiring a little bit more time and energy, at least some of the people I was dealing with, um, than I, than I wanted. And, and just using an ad network, um, often performed, um, you know, almost as well, often paid almost as well, and sometimes even better than I could have made by selling direct ads. Um, and it often took a whole lot less time because I didn't have to go back and forth with emails and negotiating and trying to get them to send a check and, you know, and all this stuff and remembering to put the ad up and remembering to take it down at the right time and, and all these different things that go along with this. Um, now, that said, you know, I know a lot of people who do a lot of this and, and, you know, who might have high-profile sites and they'll charge a whole lot, you know, to have a banner ad. I mean, they might charge a thousand or two thousand bucks or even more 
you know, to be on their sidebar for a month. Um, you know, now obviously, I mean, I wouldn't even charge that. I, I normally charge about 500 bucks a month right now to be in my sidebar. Um, you know, in like, you know, for a smaller blog, it's obviously less. Um, but I mean, for a matter of perspective, like my wife's site right now, um, I think we're charging about 50 or 75 bucks, um, for a sidebar ad in her site. Um, you know, and she's gotten some takers on that. Um, you know, and, and in terms of traffic where she is just, and I'm just throwing this out just because I get questions about this a lot. People want to know how much they should charge. And it, it, it's a tough question to answer, but just to kind of throw this out as a simple baseline, um, I think she's getting about 50,000 page views um, each month, somewhere in there, 50, 55,000 page views a month. And, and so basically we're charging about a, uh, a dollar, you know, to a dollar 50 CPM, you know, cost per thousand impressions. That's what CPM stands for. Um, you know, and she's gotten some takers with that. Now, she hasn't really done a whole lot of hunting down advertisers and trying to fill those spots. Um, and if she did that, I, I'm pretty sure she could fill them. And I think we could probably sell them for a little bit more, too. But um, but anyway, you know, but that's an option. That's definitely something you can do. Um, you know, and I see people do that a lot. So um, with that, I'll have Jonathan tackle ebook sales because I haven't really done much of this, but Jonathan has. So we'll let him talk about it. Yeah, so one of the best ways is, easiest ways is to use a service like eJunkie um, where people can download it and you can kind of control it. But um, one of the ways that I've done this, I've, I've done a couple things. Number one, I've written ebooks and then turned around and decided to just give them away, um, adding value and trying to build authority, much like the LinkedIn strategy guide that I wrote for career professionals that are looking to find hidden jobs um, or raise their awareness on LinkedIn. Um, but another way that I've done this is I've actually taken series posts that I've done and put them into an ebook. So think about the fact that, you know, after you got a couple hundred posts up, under a certain category, you may have a good number of posts. You can take that and kind of repurpose that content. And this, this is not a tricky thing. It's actually um, a lot of people do this. Basically, they're paying for the convenience of being able to read this on an, their own ebook reader or being able to read it on their computer. They don't have to click through links. It's all put in there nicely. And a lot of times I'll add um, a lot of go through and kind of add updated comments and pictures and I'll write more of an introduction and I'm going to add in points here and there that I think need to be said. So, um, but at the same time, you, you should be thinking about ways that you can repurpose your content and ebook sales is kind of a great way. Um, I'm actually even working on some right now. There are some people who even outsource this. Um, I've never personally done that, but I know people have, especially a place like Elance, where they've gone and said, you know, I want somebody who's really experienced in XYZ to write a, a 30 to 40 page ebook as a ghostwriter, and they turn over the rights to you. Um, 
So that's just an, if you're thinking that time is of the essence, that's something maybe you can do. I haven't personally done that, but just kind of another example for you to think about related to um, ebook sales. The other thing you can do, I would say typically I like to try to have between 30 and 40 pages. Um, it's something that you could easily create in Google Docs and then download it as a PDF because uh, Google Docs you have that option to do which makes that pretty nice. You can add some pictures and things in there as well. Um, it doesn't have to be that long but uh, and you, you don't have to have 10 font. I wouldn't have like 20 font double spaced either because you, you don't want to give the impression that you're trying to be more than you need to be um, but you want to definitely make sure that you're given value and they feel like you're giving value to them. So with that, we're going to go to selling the website. And uh, I want Bob to talk about this. Before he does, I'll just throw in my two cents. I have um, sold uh, several blogs, and it's not as hard as you might think that it is. Um, and this is like an exit strategy for some of you to be thinking about. And maybe this is... For some of you, this may actually help you to take some massive action with your blog. Because for me, this, this kind of mental trick really helped me. If I said, okay, if I were to put up 200 quality posts around a topic that I'm interested in, and I, I get to 100 or 200, whatever the number is, and I can't figure out how to make money, or... I don't really see the traffic like I want. The good news is you have created a great asset. There are people that will come along and buy that site from you. Maybe they know how to take that niche and promote it a little better. Maybe they've got some ideas of how they can drive traffic to it. There's all different kind of reasons why people would buy it, but um, this has worked for me is in the past, I, like I've told you before, um, I love to do testing and I love to test different things. And so I've tested out different niche sites and creating sites that only had a few posts and seeing what I could do to get them to rank. And with that, uh, with some of those, I was able to get some decent AdSense earnings. So, you know, this little niche site turned into a $25 to $50 monthly income for me. And so what you can do once you begin to get some AdSense earnings is you can turn around and sell that. Generally, the going rate, if you want to know the going rate, is between 10 and 12 times the monthly income. So if you've got a site that's earning, let's let's just say $25 a month in AdSense earnings, then you could sell that for anywhere between $250 and $300. And we're talking, you know, just kind of a smaller site that's got some traffic and it's making $25 a month on average. Maybe one month it makes $15, another month it makes $30, that sort of an, an idea. So basically what I'm trying to say is you are creating value. You're creating an asset that you can turn around and you can sell, which is, I mean, if that's worst case scenario, then that's a great thing. Welcome back. Our goal is to fill you with more and more ideas. 
You didn't realize all these opportunities exist now, did you? Well, hopefully you have collected a few ideas that maybe you have not thought of prior. I love the thought of selling a blog as a last resort. You know, I think this really, I've found that this really helps people to go for it. Because I think what, what often holds us back is the mental thought of putting all this time and effort for a year, year and a half into a blog, and it never really taking off like we hoped it would. And while if you're doing the right fundamentals, we believe that it will continue to grow, at the same time, if that is your hang-up, you should think about this. You have created an asset that you can sell. There are many people out there who will take a blog that's centered around a specific topic, if done correctly, and if it has you know 100 blog posts on it and it is getting some traffic, you can sell that, even if that blog is not earning income. There are people ready to purchase and buy what you created. So it's not a complete loss. You can always sell what you build. So the question I really want to leave you with today is, what is stopping me from really going for it? Well, in the next episode, we're going to be sharing some of the additional income ideas. Remember, we're covering over 21, so it takes a while to explain them all. Over 21 ways to earn income blogging. Once again, thanks for all the great feedback. You guys are great. Uh, we appreciate the reviews that are coming in on iTunes. Brian says on iTunes, I really enjoyed the first two podcasts. They're an awesome window into the BYP University courses offered on the BYP website. For those of you who don't know, that's just short for blogging your passion. Just a little lingo we use around here. And so he continues and says, so if you're on the fence about trying those, talk about the courses, it definitely pays to start by listening here. Can't wait for more. Hey, Brian, thanks for the review, and thanks again for rating us on iTunes. And if you would be so gracious to go and do that right now, just go over there, give us a rating, let us know if you're enjoying this content. And if so, we'll continue to produce more and more to help you go out there and blog your passion. Well, until next time, go blog your passion and make a difference in someone's world.